and welcome to If You're Listening, one person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. Hello, Heather. <laughs> Hi, Ramsey. Hi. I'm Ramsey. Uh, I'm Heather. <laughs> That's why I said hello to you. Um, how are you today, Ramsey? I am good. Uh... Are you Winter? drinking 7 p.m. coffee? Sure am. I just noticed that. Yeah. It's really bizarre. From my in-character Mr. Rogers mug. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know how. I'm glad I didn't notice that until we were recording, to be honest. Uh, it's it's delicious. Mm. It's a Pete's Coffee House blend. Great. I, okay. <laughs> it's winter. You're drinking 7 p.m. bourbon. Yeah, that feels much more... Um, appropriate for 7 p.m. I feel like we are drinking the winter drinks, uh, or at least from the containers, that would uh, fit our personas, sure. in quotes, sure. by which I mean who we are. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, we have a guest today. Uh, there's a third person here. This might be our... Oh, th- no, definitely is. We have a Twitter verified guest today. Dan oh, Ozzy's here. Yep. <laughs> I'm here because I said I would. So <laughs> here, right? <laughs> like, calm down. Heather, I'm a regular Heather. person. I get that I'm verified, but I'm just a regular oh, person she like just you. Immediately tried to throw that at I'm you. Having so many microphone problems today. Yep, oh, it's fine. <laughs> well, here we, here I am. It's true. Um, Dan, are you excited to make Ramsey listen to music he will not like today? Um, I mean, no, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, so you're let's here. just do this. Yeah, we'll do it. And yeah. we'll, and we'll, and it'll be it. <laughs> It sounds mean when you word it that way. It I mean, sounds a lot like bullying. Yeah. Are you supposed to lie a lot on podcasts? Uh, we lie constantly. Okay. On then yeah, I'm. I'm really perfect. I, I was excited the whole way here um, <laughs> to do this. I can't wait to do it. I love. I love podcasts. Now I, I feel like my I'm own bullying. <laughs> you are being bullied. Um, Dan, do you want to tell us what album we're doing today? Uh. Mm, Yes. How about this you is do your it. job? Do You're it. You're the friggin' host. So yes, but this is your album. Our, the guest brings us the album, Dan. All right. Well, there's one premise. For I the guest. had to. Cho- the parameters you gave me were mm-hmm. to choose an album that didn't Correct. narrow it down. Sure. No, Correct. That's, that's very wide open. And mm-hmm. then you said uh, something that was uh, like popular in high school that mm-hmm. somebody might have missed, right? Yep. Correct. Um. And but I've listened to the podcast before. Mm-hmm. My assistant has sort of sent it to you. We yep. played yep. some, you know, highlighted some bits. That's just unreal. And it seems like that you guys play uh, music, and and then you're like, oh, I like this, or I don't like the way that it sounds. Um, but I wanted to put you in sort of like a moral conundrum of like, do I like this or not? So I picked an album that I remember from high school <laughs> called Choking Victim. Mm-hmm. And the album is called No Gods, No Managers. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, uh, where do, where, what do I say from there? You're the host. Um, that's a great start. <laughs> um, so you liked this album in high school. I liked it in high school. I um, For backstory, mm-hmm. after the, the, this album, actually, funny enough, this <clears throat> band only put out one album. They actually broke up the first day of recording this album. <laughs> that's... So uh, they, that's a great story. Yeah, um, All right, and then uh, and then the the main guy, uh, his name is Scott Sturgeon. He goes by the name Stizzacrack. After <laughs> after this band, he went on to do a, another band called Leftover Crack, which I would say is probably more popular than Choking Victim. And then after that, he did a band called uh, Star Fucking Hipsters. <laughs> okay, but All right. um, he I I think I kind of subconsciously picked this because I wrote a profile of him one time where I spent a while with him like a summer basically. Oh my god. And he's kind of like a very um interesting guy. He's like um well first of all he he's a, a drug addict um which is not at all a secret if in his song his name is his band is Leftover Crack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and he's also like super smart and I think musically like a very innovative guy but he like can't get out of his own fucking way sure. like, he's he has to stop substances um or at least like tone them down and get them under control right. um he's gotten arrested many times for his like run-ins with police many of his songs are about the police about the government um about world trade and the imf and the world bank um is it safe to say he's like a the andy dick of the music world uh i wouldn't <laughs> Explain what you mean by that. Uh, was he was he ever in the movie 
old school? Uh, yeah, what that's it? what I meant. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, the kind of in and out of trouble. Uh, I, I think it was mostly the getting in, get, can't get out of his own way that mm. made me think of that. Well, he's like Andy Dick in the sense that he was in the movie In the Army Now, starring Charlie okay. sure. Shore. Great. Okay. Uh, no, he he's just. I mean, like. Uh, He's just like King Crust Punk. Like, all okay. the crusty punk kids love him. And I picked this album because, uh, you know, we were talking about albums that were, like, popular in yes. high school. This album, for whatever reason, despite it being, like, super extreme in its message, um, had, like, a brief popularity, I think, yeah. when I was in high school because um, they were on Hellcat Epitaph, which is responsible for probably a lot of the albums that you've covered on this podcast before, I would say. like Pro, uh, We've definitely, I think, done at least covered a lot of the album stuff so, that's yeah. been, that was popular in the 90s. But um, yeah. but the, the way that they got on the label, as he told it to me, was they basically like hung out in their office like <laughs> all the time, and they were like, really smelly, and they didn't shower, and they were basically like, look, we'll, we'll just put your album out if you just <laughs> go, go away. away. <laughs> And and the way he also put it, which is le- much less funny, was he was just basically like, you know, um, I think they they thought that I was just going to like die of an overdose and they wouldn't have to deal with me in a year. Um, <laughs> but he didn't. He's yeah. 40 yeah. now, I think. Or, uh, mm, good for him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so being, I think, among those bands and being on like the Hellcat, give them the boot samplers and stuff like that and... I think just being among like rancid and sure and the transplant. I don't know what the fuck other bands were on that. Me um, but I think they just had this momentary like high school kid popularity for just a minute. So were they popular right when they came out, or was it more of a it got discovered yeah, after the fact? Uh, it was, but also they were like I said, they weren't a band right. anymore. Right. Um, and then I think after Leftover Crack got popular, that kind of got Choking Victim popular again. So, so the, yeah. what is the moral conundrum with yeah. this album? Because this is the first time on the podcast I have... Oh, no. I think it's our second episode where I have never listened to this album. I'm, right. I'm familiar with Choking Victim well, as a thing, yeah, but yeah, I've yeah. never listened to this I, album. I've seen the posters in every restaurant. <laughs> that's where they got it from. I'm not sure about this album. This might, album might be a little bit lighter. Okay. But the Leftover Crack records are um, largely about killing cops. Oh, okay. Um, sure. One of the choruses is just kill cops. Okay. Um, Great. That's pretty on the there's nose. There's an amazing chorus in the Leftover Crack one that's, uh, or a bridge, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's um, <laughs> Let's Kill the Cops, the CIA, the FBI, the PTA, the NFL, PMRC, Let's Kill You and Let's Kill Me. Okay. Oh. Um, right. So it's very, you know, sort of nihilistic and extreme uh-huh. in his political beliefs he um he had a hard time keeping his band together one the, the first leftover crack album came out on september 11th 2001 it's a reoccurring theme and on this podcast it was supposed it was a tuesday <laughs> it was supposed to be called unless something in the second one it was supposed to be called shoot the kids at school Jeez. Oh. and the but this is right after like columbine yeah. I think. Yeah. and the uh and the label was like, we, we're not going to put that out. And so we put, <laughs> sure. they put out a, uh, an album called Mediocre Generica <laughs> as like kind of a fuck you. And yep. the, the picture had like, uh, the cover had like a gun on a playground and they like changed that. <laughs> and then the second album, God. the second album was called um, Fuck World Trade. <laughs> and there was a picture of the World Trade Center um, on fire and George Bush and uh, Tony Boyer were like holding... Um, uh, Halliburton gasoline on it, you know, Great. so just yeah. sort of like very outward with their political beliefs. Yeah. Right. Um, I would be more impressed if that was the one that came out on 9 11. That would have been good. Yeah, no, really because timely. that, yeah, that would have been prophetic. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but then the week after 9 11, uh, they, they, they started their tour and he, he just had like these, um, paper mache twin towers oh, uh, and he was just, <laughs> Like crashing planes into them and saying that the U.S. government were were responsible uh-huh. for nine eleven and um, you kind know ahead of the curve on that <laughs> one. Yeah, he re- well, that's what I found so interesting about him because at the time it was just like this guy's a crazy guy. This guy sucks. Um, a lot of venues like wouldn't work with him because he actually got a show. Um, do you remember? Uh, do you by any chance remember the Great White Tragedy? There yes, was, I do. Yeah, um, fifty or so people died mm-hmm. in like a venue fire. Um, a pyrotechnics thing a- gone wrong. After, right. 
after that show, he um, he t- he told a friend like, "Hey, can you make a flyer for our show?" Oh, and by the way, can you put at the bottom um, featuring a spectacular fireworks display? <laughs> and so they put that on the flyer, and um, uh, the firefighters, which fu- who fucking hated him already, sure, um, they <laughs> sure, showed up yeah. and they just like shut um, North Six down, which is now Music Hall of Williamsburg, mm-hmm. and they were like. Uh, yeah, this venue shut down for a month. <laughs> sure. And when I tried to interview, I hope I'm not like outing a source, but I tried to interview a person sure. who worked at the knitting factory about this guy. Yeah. And this is like 15 years later. <laughs> and the guy was like, fuck that asshole. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about yeah. him. And I was like, okay. So like, he still like leaves a bad wow. taste in people's mouths. But yeah, he was very ahead of the curve. Yeah. With, like, Talking about police brutality, talking about the government's responsibility in 9-11. And at the time, like, it seemed very extreme. Right. And, like, deliberately provocative. Sure. But in hindsight, you're like, like oh, wow, all right. Okay. Well, I mean, it, that those ideas kind of got mainstream right. at this point, And he doesn't seem so hmm. insane. So that's that's what I find interesting about him. That um, is very interesting. So so now we're gonna play the album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh, I gotta show Ramsey the album art. Show me that. I album forgot art. our thing that we do. Uh, here <laughs> you go, Ramsey. Based on what I said, what would you? Oh, think yeah. it, What would you think okay. it looks like? So this is. Oh, this is good. I like this. This has been changed, right? No, no, no. This is no gods, no managers. This was please oh, right, right, shoot right. the kids at school. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, boy, this is tough. What color scheme would you think this is? Uh, it's gonna be dark. <laughs> Maybe some, like, like blood reds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, okay. What's gonna be on it? Something, uh, it's gonna look like a bad t-shirt. That's not, yeah, that's not far that's off. That's pretty good. Uh, no budget. No Photoshop or anything. <laughs> like a super polished, like brand new or, uh, sure. uh Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. No, wait, that's not the one I mean. Jimmy Eat World? Uh, I that, mean, that was a they would have photo that was yeah. yeah okay. They would have a nice album cover, yes, right? Absolutely. Uh, this is gonna look like Kinko's made it. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty uh, good. That's so pretty good. Oh, you no, gave it too is... much credit with red. It's just all black and white. It's all black and white. There, yeah. oh, a lot it, of satanic imagery. Oh, I forgot to mention. There's a lot of like satanic mm. imagery <laughs> shoved into this. Yeah, I'm looking at some upside down crosses, mm-hmm. some skulls. Yeah, uh, got a pentagram in the middle yeah. there. I don't. This don't looks that. like Microsoft Paint from that era. Like, I think it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, it kind of looks like they cut everything out and laid it out and then went to Kinko's. That font at the bottom is like very early Microsoft Office. Yeah. Uh, What's next to the choking victim logo? It's like a V with a... It's a choking victim logo. This? CV with a little thing through it? Okay. It's a logo. (laughs) It looks a little bit like a hammer sickle. I think think it has that. Yeah. And because it's also down here. Oh, there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I never realized that they put that logo twice on the cover. Twice. Mm -hmm. Really leaning into their branding. And is this uh, Mary and Jesus here? Probably Joseph, her husband. And if I'm not not mistaken. (laughs) It's a manger. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was a flame. (laughs) Fair. If I'm not mistaken, too, I think he told me something to the effect of like the label was like, hey, just FYI. Um, You know, like he was like, we don't want to. a barcode on this like we don't want a upc <laughs> right. code on the album and the and the label was like kind of tried to strong arm him and was like okay well if you don't want a upc that's fine but then we're not going to get it in like target or chain stores or anything and he was like oh great that's perfect thank you like, that's exactly like what, what i, I want like. yeah yeah that's really funny uh, that not wanting UPC is really funny to me. Just as like a minor inconvenience to store owners. He just didn't didn't want it. it didn't fit with the I mean, it makes here. sense, frankly. It's also black and white, though. I think it fit in. Yeah, I could have built it into the design, but I appreciate that as a fuck you, honestly. <laughs> um. All right, are we ready to get into this? We may not need to play this one. No, I think, you think you got it? You, I think you, you like it already. I love it. You're <laughs> sold already. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, this song is called 500 Channels. So far, okay. <laughs> wow. I, I want to get in early. <laughs> Not as aggressive as I was expecting. No, no, that's the, that's the root. It's a trick. Oh. This is not what I expected. No way. Is this Ska? Well, here's the thing. He is credited with being the inventor of... 
Crack Rock Steady, which is sort of the mm-hmm. mutation of ska punk that he sort of invented. Okay. Um, but this album, and especially like the Leftover Crack albums, take this like weird, like it takes ska through like black metal and sure. punk and stuff. So he sort of, he described himself if, as Prince if Prince were shitty. <laughs> Which I think is a great first self-description. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. Yeah, I might steal that. I'm going to start calling it. I think that could work for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it really can. Yeah, this is not what I expected. No, at well, all. listen to the chorus. Let me know what you think. Well, we missed it, but the, the chorus okay. is, when there when there is no hope, I shoot. I snort some crack. I shoot some dope. It just sounds factual but from what you've told us. He, yeah. has, he has said that people have coming up to him with two versions of this. Okay. One that, you know, like sort of like a helpless, like when I, you know, yeah. one being a pro-drug and one sure. sort of being an anti-drug view huh. of the song. And he just sort of like is content to let it be, even though I think at this part he he wasn't a huge drug user. Or maybe he was getting into it. I guess. Yeah. He got the idea from this song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like, oh, these people thought it was a pro-drug idea. Let's try that out. Yeah. Um, interesting. I really did not know this is what this band sounded like. I am flummoxed. I was uh, not expecting this no. sound at all. Yeah, no. Wait. You're, you're looking like you kind of enjoy it. I like No, yeah. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, it's not surprising that I'm going to like something that sounds right. like this. Well, because what I was just going to ask you is, wait, what did you say they are credited like the genre that they're like credited as rock steady okay what is that well you know there's like rock steady beats which are like this sort of old two-tone sky sure 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 if I'm not mistaken and so he just threw crack rock on it and made it his own you know sure That's when he does it. But he's got, I, I always find it interesting because like whenever you like some a lot of the like ska sound just doesn't he'll throw these like weird interludes into it too. Okay. This song is called In Hell Ramsey. Or this interlude, I don't know. I have many, many style. Try my choking style. I don't, I don't have a problem I with that. I find that inconsequential. Yeah. Um, um. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, and here's the thing. I don't really like ska, but the thing I don't really like about ska is I don't like brass instruments in punk. Like, I don't like... That's just not a sound I'm into. Silly. Yeah. It does sound silly. Yeah, that's yeah. literally it. It sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's why I feel like when he puts all these, like, weird, like, thrash beats and, like... Yeah black metal stuff in it you're questioning like well what is it that i don't like about scott right maybe if you mixed it with the right stuff it would sound kind of cool right which is what this is meanwhile like when you listen to the mighty mighty boss zone this is like unfiltered uncut scott you know yeah not for me just don't like a trombone in a Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a band i think maybe not for me well I, i think the way he does scott is less focus on um, Skanking? Like, yeah, and more on just like the upstroke. Of, sure. Hmm, were you a big Abba Ivy fan or no? No. Really? No. We should have done that album. <laughs> can we do that album next? We can do that album Wait, next. Wait, you really have not heard Abba Ivy? Sh- no. Do that. <laughs> it's like one of the best albums of all time. Okay. But he, he credits the singer of Operation Ivy as his inspiration because it's like this very fast, like say everything you have to say very fast say it all very fast and more and like more upstroke and less about like (laughs) I'm going to the show to do (laughs) with my best friend that's my Scott song that I made up I I like honestly think it sounds like a hit yeah Uh, sounds better than most guys I've ever heard so I'll take it I'm just wait hold on that's just crack smoking on the Mm -hmm. album (laughs) This song is called Crack Rock Steady. All right. Yeah, I feel like this song, it's kind of a Sounds like sublime. Yeah, this is, like, if you don't pay attention to the lyrics at all, it it sounds like... I wonder if this could have been, like, a radio hit if it wasn't about, like, killing cops and smoking crack. But then why listen to it? (laughs) Sure. Because then you could just listen to sublime, probably. Yeah, like, this could have been a no-doubt song? Okay. Are you ready? We have to do up. Okay, like we if can. I can come back one day, we can. Yeah, uh, I bet there's 
I bet there are Op Ivy songs I know. I would say, like, I never know knowledge because Green Day covered it every single concert for like twenty years. <laughs> sure, that is a good possibility. It, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm sure there are Op Ivy songs that I know. Uh, I mean, but also like when. When was Choking Victim most popular, like year-wise? I think this album came out in 99. Yeah. Are you older than me? I just heard about cutting off skin, sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't know. I think maybe I wasn't cool in 1999. And by think, I mean I was not. (laughs) You're like, let the record show. Yeah, when did I start? Yeah, I think so. I think I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Where's this band from? Well... (laughs) I mean, they're like vagrants. So. Okay, transients. <laughs> well, uh, no homes. I mean, he he's from New York City. Okay, he okay. very fa- very famously like is in, not in charge of, but was it with C Squat, which is the um, squat in on Avenue C in the Lower East Side, which is like one of three squats that like was not demolished by the Giuliani administration. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's still there. I went there. Uh, for this story, really? Yeah, interesting. But then I can't believe like, a developer has not right. it's demolished not, that it, yet. It's, it's so crazy too because I remember going there when I was a kid, just being like scared shitless. You know, there's sure. That, there's that saying that like the Cro-Mags used to say, where it was like, if you went to Avenue A, you were adventurous; B, you were bold; C, you were crazy; and D, you were dead. <laughs> so I used to fucking be like terrified. Going yeah. There. But now, like when we went there, there, there as a kid, you know, just like for shows and stuff. Oh, okay, that, sure, know, sure, like, sure. Now it's just like. We, when we were walking around, um, there's just like tea shops. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he lives a lot in like on the West Coast. He actually has a, I think he lives at another squat in San Francisco. <laughs> so the two like most expensive cities yeah, in right. the country. Yep. He has somehow managed to have like punk squats. There. Sure. I mean, I feel like that's the only way you but, survive. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Every time I go over there now, it's like it gets more crazy, more bougie. This song's called Suicide Ramsey. This is a pro suicide song. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Can I say something yes. so fucked up that I don't think I've I've ever admitted to Go on. another human because it's so fucked up. Please. That's <laughs> what this podcast is for? Sure. When I was like in sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. you know, if you recall, if I'm just like trying to take the sting off of what a dick I am, you know how... Um, in high school, like everything was basically an aim away message. Oh yeah, like, oh, we have everything? covered that extensively yes. on this okay, podcast. That comes up a lot. Well, this girl that I was like seeing for like a week, it was like high so it was a big girl. deal. Yeah, her fucking her her friend <laughs> killed herself. The, okay, while we were in school, not while in in school, but sure. while we were, you know, and. uh I like quoted this song out at her to make her feel better somehow. Oh like, god! Out of context, I was like, "These lyrics will cheer you." Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, do, do you remember which lyrics they were? Yeah. Um, I think it's "Hell is life." This is this must you admit this is true, but don't take it so seriously. It ends so soon. I'm like, yeah, this is this is great A poetry. Like, to right be fair, I feel like your sentiment was there. Yeah, my heart was in the right place. Yeah, and right. you're a, a dumbass high schooler, so I, I feel like yeah. A yeah. for effort. I mean, that would have been better than my approach of. Uh, but this is over online. I did this like over. Yeah, no, that sure. still sounds right. Yep. <sighs> That's how I talked to girls in high school. High school was so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> um, oh, what? Why I was asking where they were from, though, is I was wondering because you grew up. Here mm-hmm. in New York, and I just think that default—not think back—default you have more exposure to stuff. Sure. Like, yes, I had to find everything on Napster. Um, I mean, I grew up like three hours outside of the city. I came to New York like five times before I moved here because mm-hmm. um, it's like a whole different goddamn world. Yeah, <laughs> I-, I didn't come here until college. Yeah. Wait, is that, is that a question? No. Nope. That was just stating why I think it's possible I never heard this album. Because mm. yeah, we have similar taste in yeah, music. I, I was surprised when I released that article, the people I heard. The people, let me put it this way. The people I know now who are like 30 or like late 20s sure. who like go to emo night and are like really sure. enthusiastic about singing brand new yep. and shit like that knew what 
knew what Kyoku Mecha was. I don't know how it infiltrated that world for a quick second. I, I genuinely hmm. don't. They are referenced in an early November song, so just going to tell me. you that. That's probably with it. <laughs> that, that's a band? That's a band yeah. that we have, uh, we, have not played. Are we going to take callers? Yeah, do you want to take a caller? Yeah, can we take one? Yeah. Sure. Do you have a Do you have a phone or? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought you guys take. Call- I don't know. No. no. Okay. No. Don't. Okay. <laughs> it's not live. I thought you were going to do a bit. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I was. I thought we did. <laughs> yeah, it's not the radio. Oh, that makes sense because it's not a live podcast. Right, so. Okay. I no, like. Never mind. I'm not even Touché. recording this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I like the idea that you're confused how podcasts work because yeah. you have one. I have. Yeah. Podcast. I've heard you actually have the only podcast. So I have the only podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Confusing. Uh, <laughs> that's why you, actually, that's why you thought this was a radio show. Yeah, I thought I was in a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very official-looking setup here. Yeah, it's better than mine. Mine is just a uh, my headphones and a fidget spinner, which I fucking lost in my own apartment. I think somebody took it. Those are impossible to find. <laughs> I know you can't get those. No, they're <laughs> you gone. Can't get those anymore. Hard to come by. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how this missed you. I think you were too busy with like brand new or too busy with like. brand new does sound like a thing that would happen i just today. said it like a, i just said it like a you know Patton oswald says yeah you can hear somebody's fat by the bees uh, over the phone <laughs> you, brand new butter. <laughs> yeah butter <laughs> yeah right i think i just did that brand new just made yourself brand fatter new. than you are <laughs> what's this one called in my grave <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> how far are we through the album uh almost halfway cool um Ramsey. Yes. Ooh. What are your thoughts on this album thus far? It's you're still confused. I it, can it's tell. It's still very misleading. Yes. <laughs> Musically, I still don't think it's something I would like put on yeah, for myself. Sure. But I find it not objectionable in terms of the music. Lyrically. I keep just getting little snippets of like, I'm going to eat your skin or, uh, boy, suicide's great. Those are both direct quotes from these songs that we've heard so far. Uh, and it's, it's baffling. It's like two different songs are playing somehow that fit together. Now, what would, what would you think the, this guy looks like? Oh, that's a fun game. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to look him up. Okay. Uh, Boy, I'm going to super profile this guy and feel bad when I'm way off. That's what makes life worth living. (laughs) Uh, I kept picturing uh, Frank Zappa, but... Not a bad starting point. Okay. (laughs) But, like, way more... Way skinnier. uh, Because of drugs. Uh, And, like, not... The the hair is very uh, stringy. Okay. uh, And kind of sweaty. Maybe a little matted. Uh, and somehow angrier than I picture Frank Zappa. Uh, that honestly is a fucking brilliant description, I have to tell you. I'm, I'm also picturing a denim vest. God No damn. sleeves. Definitely no sleeves. Yeah. You know what? I'm not to out SZA because he was very nice to me letting him follow me. Um, but he had he did have a denim vest. Yeah. And I noted it being cool looking. Yeah. And I tried to like eyeball the... the Brand. I'm like, oh, maybe when I go home, I'll look that up. And I looked it up, and you know where I found it online? Where? Hottopic.com. <laughs> I hope you stole it or something. But you actually gave, I would say, a pretty spot on. <laughs> you you missed like one. You missed one uh, element of it. I'll, okay. I'll give you a chance to embellish. Um, b- body decoration. Okay. Oh, yeah. How would you say? How would you say? Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm gonna go. All right. Heyday. 90s. Alright, shot in the dark. Nose ring? No, I, I nose didn't, it didn't feel right. I think right. he used to have a septum one. Uh, what is it? Um, he's got a lot of tattoos. Um, he has these really gnarly ones that go like here to here. Yeah, I'll just wait. Oh, okay. Whoa. You're pretty spot on. He's, he's thin, like slender frame. Yeah. A lot of like hand tattoos uh yep. and he's got these like how do i describe it for listeners he's got like these kind of lines that go down his chin and then along his jawline like if of? you didn't know that they were tattoos they would look like really stringy wolverine whiskers yeah kind of <laughs> kind of uh how long ago, is this like a recent photo he's, he's um, younger than i was expecting yeah i don't know when that photo is from but i think he's 40 at this okay point. 
Those face and tattoos he, are disgusting. He kind of yeah. looks the same, except he has his hair, like, slicked back now. But he's actually, like, the thing about him is, I don't know if he's listening, but I'll just say that, like, again, like, he, when he's on his game, is, like, a very nice, like... And unless that's against the rep he's trying to build. I don't know. Sure. He's like a very nice, like, clear, smart person. Sure. And he, he, you can tell he's one of those people who, like, his brain is going faster than his mouth yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and he would put in a lot of these, like, um... Interventions in Central America and the Middle East, the function is... I forgot what, what this guy's name is. But this guy who would give these, like, sort of socialist speeches... I could demonstrate to you that every single bank robbery this feels that in so every New York. case practically the um, of the police and it kind of sounds like Michael Showalter doing a character it kind of does it sound like his cat skills <laughs> character yeah. oh, really no arts and thoughts <laughs> but yeah but that's the thing it's like it, it, it's amazing that he's had the music career he's had in spite of his like personal demons yeah um, I also like this is this is a weird thing because like when I the, the summer that I kind of spent with him in and on and off he was like not drinking and doing drugs that much and so he was kind of like making sense sure but then like he friended me on Facebook and every once in a while like I'll get oh Ramsey does not like this song <laughs> I'll get a notification that's like oh Scott Sturgeon is live yeah and he like posts all these videos where he's like really fucked up yeah and he's like in Germany and he thought the cops were after him and he's really into having like a stuffed animal and so he was there's like one where he was just like singing Lord's Liability like like he trashed his room in Germany and I'm like dude what the fuck and I figure like oh well a lot of people see this and will will help and then I look and he only has like 150 oh, friends no. and so it's been viewed like 12 times and I'm like uh do I have a moral obligation right. here but like I think that's what just knowing him is like you know yeah. like I mean I think that's what knowing an addict in general can be like yeah, yeah. But addict combined with like very strong political beliefs, right. sure. Him, I, I will tell you a uh, a story that I think is in the article. But when he was when was this post nine eleven? But um, they played a show in Tompkins Square Park, and uh, he was sort of blacked out at that point. And um, there were cops sort of like around the perimeter of the park, just sort of like monitoring and. You know, having a police presence there. Sure. He had a dozen donuts, and he just started like whipping them at the cops. Oh god! And then like a riot broke out, oh, and uh, he got arrested. And I think some other people might have gotten arrested too. But yeah, so he was arrested for that. I'm trying to think of other stories that he told me that didn't necessarily make it into the yeah. article that I could dish on. I don't like this song. Too much yelling. For you. Too much yelling, and then just crazy instruments. As the that's the musical term, Cr- crazy instruments. Crazy instruments. Yeah. See, I like this sort of crescendo. I like this. It's when it dies and like sort of crashes. <laughs> uh, also, that drop was incredibly long. That speech excerpt. I yeah, can't believe no, how long that kept going. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I like this and wish I had heard this in mm-hmm. high school because I would have definitely liked it a lot more. When you hear Operation Ivy, it's going to <laughs> blow your fucking mind. I'm serious. Like, probably like one of the most influential albums like of our world. Well, sure. Uh, I believe that. But even this, like you were saying, is a... I mean, it's fairly early, but this sounds like so many bands that I do listen to now. Mm-hmm. Or not straight up but like elements of these what songs. would you say this is, which has impacted of what you listen to let me think i'm not good at this what's happening this is a oh. backwards song i believe oh no it sounds anything backwards sounds demonic yeah this is very scary rosie's <laughs> <laughs> terrified right somebody now. hold me nobody's holding me <laughs> can i ask you a quick question heather yes so maybe we can sidebar yeah you keep mentioning ramsey <laughs> Uh, he's sitting next to you. He's sitting in the white shirt. To the left. To, to the, the left. Yes, to your left. He's looking at me. Yeah. Ramsey. Ramsey. Okay. The, he's the other co-host of this show, Dan. He's the one who doesn't like punk and emo okay. music. I get it now. Okay. I get where we're. Okay. Where'd you guys hey, go? Where, what, what was that? 
I've just been here listening to scary ghost music. <laughs> uh, Ramsey, do you find this scarier, scarier than the scary brand new record I made you listen to? Oh, that was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what What would you say that this is? Um, okay, not the ska stuff, because I don't listen mm. to ska really at all. Um, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm having trouble because I can only think of like three bands right now. Um, Cap and Jazz. You don't no. have to say. You don't have to force it. I don't know. What do you, what bands would you say this is? That's why I like it. I think it's very original sounding. And every band that like every like crust punk kid who heard this who's like I'm going to start a band like this fucking fail terrible. Miserably. Sure, sure, sure. That's fair. Like it's just so irreplicable. Irreplicable. That's what I like about it. You can hear a song and you're like, I think that's the mark of a good musician. If you can hear something, whatever project they're in, and be like, yeah, that's that person. I think that's pretty impressive. I would agree. Was this a pretty like influential band during the like? See, that's the thing. I want to say yes, but again, like anybody that tried to like replicate this sounded very foolish. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it. It started a lot of people being like, "We're going to do Crack Rock City songs and stuff like that." But, yeah. but they had a following. He right. still has a following. Yeah. Um. They're they're sort of like the kings of their little world in a way. But right. I don't really think I wouldn't I wouldn't list this as like influential. Interesting. Like this sounds very original mm. to me. I don't know. Um. I also think you uh, listen to music as a profession also. Mm. You're probably much better at uh, pulling individual things out than I am. Not really. That's the thing about what I, why I'm so bad at what I do. Is I, <laughs> I, just, I just like what I like. Sure. And maybe I can tell you why I like it. Yeah. But I, I can't really dissect something. Like, yeah. I, I, every fucking thing that is involved in like studios or like production, I'm so no uninterested. Yeah. I'm like, just give me the fucking finished product yeah. and I'll tell you if it's good or not. Yeah. This to me is good. This demonic shit right here. I want, I want Ramsey. Ramsey is it? It's Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. it's Ramsey. I want Ramsey to hear this one. Yes, okay. the white. Wait, but listen to how it goes out. Let's just give him. Are, are those words? Yeah, it's probably just slowed down a whole bunch. Okay. I imagine. Okay. <laughs> it's good transition. It is. It sounds like a mixtape. Yeah. But it's like just it's one single song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like... Uh, what's the name of that Brenton Small cartoon? Uh, 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 the yeah, the metal the one? Metalocalypse? Metalocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. That's my... What I know about Home that movies. world. Yeah. Home movies. <laughs> but I think, like, I think this kind of like infected a lot of like metalheads, too. I think there were some metalheads. Do you want to take a caller? Yeah, you want to take... Do you do you have your phone still? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to call the this dude? Yeah, this guy. Ooh, I hope he got a lot of royalties for. Uh... Oh, the dude talking. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this dude specifically, <laughs> the speech guy. It's a really specific reference. I think mm. I've realized what this reminds me of, sure. and it is probably something I was doing in 1999. Which was just watching SLC Punk on repeat. Hmm. But that's like a lot think, of old, different like British bands. To know that. A lot of different bands on that, though. I don't know. Not any specific song. Like, not at all. Like, I'm not like, oh, this sounds like... I can't think of a single band on that soundtrack at this exact moment, but... So this is kind of like a medley. <laughs> this little bit. How, how far into it are we? We have four songs left. Sweet. The good for. I don't know. I don't. Oh, know. I, I don't like, remember really? what time. I haven't listened to it a lot. <laughs> Most of the albums we've listened to do not close strong. You know, yeah, I was gonna. I, I thought of doing one of the leftover crack albums, but then like I feel like this is the best like starter pack. <laughs> sure. You know, like. How, well, how does it evolve from here? Like, how does leftover crack go from this album? We got much more. Um, much more politically aggressive sure. and then after he got censored 
my epitaph. He was like, well, fuck you. And then he, I think he just went so much harder. And then, then after 9-11, like, as fucked up as this sounds, 9-11 was, like, the best thing that happened to him. Because he just, like, went out and was just talking about the faults of world trade and the right. government and um, just blaming Dick Cheney and <laughs> George Bush personally. And again, like, it's stuff that's very founded in reality at this now, point yeah. now. Right. Um, but at the time, you're like, ah, oh, you're just some crust punk with some fucking... Right. You're just like a drug... That's the thing. Nobody took him seriously. It was like, oh, you're just some drug addict. Yeah. You're just some fucking, like, heroin idiot. Like, but, uh... I don't know. He's kind of validated. Well, yeah. In retrospect, for sure. And then... Across, but he's not dead, so it's Across fine. the next two albums, he's got, like, a lot of albums about police brutality. Yeah. And again, like, I would say his most famous song, the chorus, is just Kill Cops. And, um... <laughs> And again, like, I don't know, like, it, I, I think back to that time and like, who else was t- singing about police brutality at that time? I I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. Right. I, that's what I wrote about in the article is that like, when he heard that song, I, it wasn't that he loved the song so much, but like, if you remember Ice-T, like, the record label made him apologize. Yeah. Like, the police association union or whatever the fuck, like, made him, made the label, like, take him off their roster. He had to, like, apologize. He said it was, like, fiction. Yeah. And, like, Sturgeon, like, heard that stuff. And he was just like, that, I'm never apologizing. So I'm, ne- like, I never want to be on the apologizing end of any of my art. He's, right. I think he said to me once, he was just like, in art, you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Um, and I sing about killing cops because I want there to be police reform and the pendulum has to swing far for it to like land in the middle. So if I have to say like kill cops for people to like notice me, I'll do it. Um, so at that point you're just like, oh, you actually are a smart person. You're not just right. Like, oh, yeah. I'm Meryl Manson. Right. Fucking uh, fuck your mom and the Brucey. <laughs> like whatever, you know, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like actually has some shit to say and yeah. he's just like trying to get your attention to say it. Um, but yeah, like that cop killer was super influential on right. him. And then after that, nobody fucking said anything. The Dixie Chicks criticized yeah. the war, and they were like blacklisted forever. Yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned that this band didn't even make it out of the recording studio. Yeah. Do you know, like, did the rest of the band go on? I think, like, he, I think there was kind of like a group of musicians that he used in and out. But he's like the. He, it's one of those situations, like, where he's the main person, right, right. And, like, okay. the rest of the band is him. You know, like, gotcha. Um, I think there's this guy Ezra that was. Um, uh, the guitar, one of the or the bassist or something like that, and he was in Choking Victim, and I think he played with him sporadically, and he was in a band called Morning Glory, which I say would say is the only other band that like you could say is. By the way, this is a pro shoplifting song. <laughs> this sounds vaguely. Is it possible that I would have heard this song? I was going to say like I think this is their most famous song, but I don't okay. know how that is. Exactly. I have no idea where I would have heard this. It's just Maybe about it's stealing. Just something about that. Melody in the yeah maybe. I was trying to see if there was like a search IMDb. <laughs> yeah, I we can do that. Um, I was trying to see you know like on Wikipedia it'll be like used in popular yeah, culture. Yeah. None, none of that. I imagine you would be fairly against that. Sure, I would <laughs> think so. Oh wait, but was it in like a? It might have been in like a Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk video game. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna, I'll look it up while you guys. That's uh, funny. Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks have been coming up so much in my life recently. Okay. Because you have that album art tattooed. Yeah, on my body. That says, ask me about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. No, we thought they they should just keep making those soundtracks. They don't need more games. Just keep making the soundtracks. Uh, I was also talking to my friends recently about how I think I would go to a Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack festival. Mm. Just just the bands featured I'm on Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Those games came out now; they would do that. If there's no game, isn't it just a, a playlist? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I was on the yes. right side of history. I needed a way to end that sentence. <laughs> What's, uh, I'm looking it up now because I'm super. Is this song called called Five Finger Disco? It is. Okay. It is. Does sound like a song that would be on Tony Hawk. I feel like maybe it was, and I'm wondering if it was on the label. If he had any chance of turning that down, or if it's just like they had to get some more money out of this somehow. Yeah, would not collapse. He's back. I want to know who this guy is. It wasn't a matter of direct resources that you needed from that country. He said, 
Oh, I found it. It's Michael Parenti, an award-winning leftist political and historical writer. It sounds like he's maybe, what, 15% of this album? (laughs) Yeah. I think that this was on Tony Hawk. There you go. I could be wrong. I don't want to smear anybody here. (laughs) Mr. Hawk. I met Tony Hawk recently. Really? Yeah. How's he doing? Uh, Speaking of music of Tony Hawk, I I snubbed him. (laughs) I uh, my friend my friend works for his uh, for his um, charity, the Tony Hawk Foundation. And he was just like, "Oh, I'll, I'll go get Tony." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, go get Tony. Bring, bring, bring Tony over here." And so, like, I had my back turned. I was talking to friends, and then uh, Tony uh, came over, and Brent was like, "Dan, this is. I want you to meet Tony." And I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> I'm talking over here." But then I was just like, uh, "I'm sorry, I'm a dick." But then we were talking about Google Play, and and I was like, "Okay, well, let me see your last played stuff. I, I'm dying to know." He listened to a bunch of Beck. Okay, sure. Um, Prophets of Rage. No, oh, no. He's a super nice guy, though. I'm not trying to. I believe talk it. Talk to him. Talk to him. I bet he's awesome. Okay, I can't prove this, but I feel like maybe it was Tony Hawk game. You, uh, you accidentally recreated Don Rickles' signature story that he would tell on all the talk shows about. Uh, he was on a date. And he knew Frank Sinatra. And he said, Frank, I want you to come over to the table mm-hmm. so I can introduce you to my date. And Frank comes over and he goes, I'm eating here. Can you please leave me alone, Frank Sinatra? Yeah, it's a great bit. It's and a great gag. did not get murdered by the mafia. It's a great gag. I like it. Yeah, it's better when he told it. No, I, sure. I, I, I think that's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, this is the last song, guys. What's it called? Living the Laws. That seems like the opposite of what this is about. I do have to say, I really, really like the title of this album. No Gods, No Managers. Big fan. Oh, God. This song is nine minutes. Uh-oh. <laughs> but we don't have to. Well, no, yes, this, we is do. Good, this is a good opportunity. I made Ramsey for... listen to all of Goodbye Sky Harbor. A good opportunity for Ramsey to reflect on how he how <laughs> is he feeling. Feels. What he did. To deserve this. Yeah. This podcast that was his idea. <laughs> well, how do you feel? Does this is not radicalize your mind for now. <laughs> Dan, we're gonna take a call. Okay. <laughs> um, Dan, how do you, how does do you like this album as much as you did? I do. I think in it high sounds school. great. I think it sounds so innovative and great. There's I still actually, like nothing else like it. I, I think that's, that's why fair. like you get so tired of music where like you, you get one album that's good, yeah, and then like you like refuse like shape sure. to come. It's like oh that's a good album, and then like three hundred fucking idiots try to sound like that, yeah. and then and by the end of it, it's just like crazy town, and oh. so it sucks. But, that's like, our second with, crazy town reference on this podcast. But with this, like nobody. Tried to sound like choking yeah. victims, so it still sounds good to me. I think. Yeah. Oh, Ramsey, are you you conscious again? I'm sorry. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> you were really off. reflecting too hard on how you felt about this album. Just turned inward. Uh, I think I'm having a hard time taking it seriously to some degree. Interesting. It's so extreme. Like a song that sure. is pro suicide. Okay. Feels like that. If Weird Al had a harder edge, that is the parody he would do of metal. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you also hate yelling. I, I'm not a fan of yelling. I like feedback and small doses, which they mostly avoided on this album. Uh, yeah, I think what you said about um, swinging the pendulum really, that was the key to unlocking this for me. That opened it up for me, too. The idea of like I shouldn't necessarily take this at face value. At face value. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't. For me personally, I don't know what mood I would be in to, to spin this record. <laughs> Ever put this on? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. And it may just be a uh, a difference in chemical makeup. <laughs> and Heather, what about you? Um, 
I really gonna, are you gonna get a vest and put a lot of back patches on it and <laughs> I think... hang out on the lower east side even though it's pretty much just upscale delis and... yeah I mean I already hang out on the lower east side <laughs> now but it's because I'm bougie not mm-hmm. because I live in a squat you should house. stop by one day yeah <laughs> I don't I don't stop by C squat. I don't think so. Um this I really like it. Uh I I actually now that I was saying like oh I wish I had heard this in high school, I don't know that I would have liked this in high school because in high school I was listening to Dashboard and Brand Name. And I do feel like my taste has evolved since then. Thank God. Um I mean I still have brand new, but I I like this now. I don't think I would have liked this when I was in ninth grade. I was, I don't know though, that I was going to lots of like shitty DIY basement shows, but they were all really bad. This is a very specific subsect of. Yeah. Oh yeah, the shows I would not, I was going to were not like this. They were all like, like you have, you shitty have to hardcore bands. A certain way to get into a show like <laughs> Yeah. This. It's kind of like the uh, password you give at the door. Right. Uh, yeah, upstate, we didn't really have a lot of crust punks. Yeah. Just. Sort of want to be punks who parents dropped them off to a basement. That's show. always the knock on them, right? What that their parents dropped them off? Yeah, I mean, they my dad dropped me off. Connecticut. <laughs> I mean, not in upstate. They just lived there. Well, so that was it. <laughs> Everything's so far away. No, I don't know what's happening. Oh, secret track. No, is that, there a secret uh, track? Because um, this track is nine minutes and twenty seconds long, and Do we're we only add? four minutes and thirty seconds. Fast forward. Yeah, seek ahead. I'm gonna. Might scrub. be another backwards thing. What? Oh, this is like a demo-ish kind of thing. I, this yeah. is that kind of ska that you love. No. I don't remember. You this. don't remember this. I mean, it was hidden. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird that there there's music playing in the background, but it's definitely not them, right? Well, it is. This is them. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the, all the brass. I think this is just without a uh, you know distortion and. Yelling and oh, also with brass. Yeah, the brass was throwing me off. I think it's just a guy going. <laughs> I don't think it's actual. I don't know. This is like they're relaxing. I just watched yeah. the Nathan for You episode with the with the smoke detector. Did you guys see that? Sure did. Nathan for You stresses me out. Oh, I love it so much. I don't like it. Oh. I understand. A lot of people say that. He, he basically had to popularize a song that had a smoke detector beeping in it. Oh, no. So that they could export it under <laughs> as a musical instrument to save on taxes. <laughs> and I feel like that's where we're at with this. Beep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that show really this stresses key- me out. This I keyboard was it. not anywhere on this album before this, was it? I don't remember hearing that Maybe organ. they found it at the squat. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the album... As an album is pretty much concluded. <laughs> this, just, is our, this is our, bed music? our exit music. Yeah, yeah, it's our exit music to pack up and go home. I'll leave it. I'll leave it here. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's our playout music. So we were already basically doing what we wrap up this podcast with, um, which are thoughts on yeah. this album. Um, I still haven't wrapped my head around it. It's it's well, a, that's a good mark of a good album. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the the confluence, confluence, the the connection of all these different influences together, uh, is really strange and interesting. And then I'm gonna go back to pro suicide as a song. <laughs> just that extra icing on top of all this. Uh, it's really interesting. I that's that's where I'm at right now. Put that on the cover. Interesting. Yeah. This. <laughs> It'll sell album. Interesting brackets without inflection. <laughs> <laughs> Said without inflection. Uh, I mean, you have. This is the only album we've listened to that you have said is interesting. Yeah, and I don't mean it as like what you would say to a small child who just made art that you can't tell if you, <laughs> that they that you hate it. Right. It is genuinely interesting to me, uh, and I don't think. There's anything that could make me understand it. I just, uh, unless I, I don't know. Uh, I need to live with it a little bit more, I think. Interesting. Yeah. I really thought Ramsey would hate it, but to be fair, I didn't know what it sounded like. Yeah. So. I think if it all sounded like that backwards one, uh, oh, well, into. Yeah. I was thinking about it, right? And like, when I had to bring an album here, like a lot of the stuff that you'd, you've covered on this or that I would bring in is so like, at this point, 
the whole genre is sort of like over at this point. Yeah. So we're we're talking about things that we just like that resonated with us at the time and yeah. we like because it resonated with us. But like as an album, it probably doesn't make sense as an appealing, unique thing. So yeah. I picked this one because I feel like okay, well of of that stuff, like what can you look back on and is still like a weird innovative right. album yeah. that's not like because I don't know, like I I feel like a lot of stuff like if I heard like. Jimmy World's Clarity, which I thought was very smart at the time. Yeah. But now I'm like, if I heard it fresh now... <laughs> oh, for the, like for the first yeah, time Yeah, would I just yeah. kind of just be like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. I, and that is something that we, like, it, sort of talk about sometimes, is that, like, me trying... Yeah. yeah, it is. But, like, <laughs> me trying to separate my nostalgia for the album versus sure. do I actually like it as an adult. There's only been one so far where I was like, oh, I truly, truly do not like this anymore as mm. an adult human. But, um... Cause we actually, Game face. No. What was it? Something corporate. It's so yeah, it's, bad. It was terrible at the time. I <laughs> terrible now. I didn't know you, Dan, so you couldn't have told <laughs> me then. Uh, but, yeah, we actually just did Clarity. Yes. And... I, I mean, I still like it. It's like, still I like to put it on. It's a album. good album. Um, There's an element, too, for me, who usually I am experiencing this for the first time. Right. Uh, I need to remind myself, okay, these, this is not necessarily written for me now. I have yeah. to kind of put myself mm. into those shoes as and well. And unless it was on Clone High, Ramsey has no context right, right. for that, That's my only venue into this. <laughs> yeah, this entire this, genre. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess that's why this one just seemed like a very standalone yeah being that really didn't fit with that whole i mean it the kind of, of made genre, sense really. i'm like hellcat but yeah uh yeah i feel like it would if it came out today you'd have the same reaction as if it came out then maybe i don't know i can see i mean yeah. i would say probably like the political leanings and the police stuff which you said is not really on this album as much but like that would probably stand out less it would probably make it more of a normal album i yeah, would say that it yeah. might feel slightly slightly more mainstream than it yeah. did then as a result interesting and that speaks to him being kind of ahead of the curve on that stuff good job dan Thanks. you yeah. brought us a good album I brought in a good one <laughs> real thinker mm-hmm. it's the first one the rest i'll, of I'll bring dumb. in a less think thinking man next time album. next time <laughs> all right awesome uh dan where can people find you on the internet um i'm really like pushing my pinterest account like, perfect recently Ooh. Perfect. Um, so it, you can pin me. <laughs> I'm interesting, so you can pin me. Pin. Oh, perfect. That's how that um, site works, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on that. You can follow me on Twitter. If you're one of these 280 character characters, oh, don't even don't bother. I don't want to I don't want to see your fucking screeds. Um, is, is everybody 280 now or yeah, no? I think so. I think so, too. Sorry. As of today, I think. Ugh, I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on. <laughs> Keep going. Do you Keep wanna... going. Give LinkedIn. Your username for any of these? Nah, <laughs> no, not really. Just got a pretty straightforward name. Yeah, it's like, fine. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. And, uh, <laughs> Friendster? Uh, I'm on uh, JDate, which is weird. Um, I'm not Jewish, mm-hmm. but I just like to see what. I would just see like to be in touch with doing, Yeah. 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 Uh, Grinder, not gay, but I also just enjoy being among hey, company. You know, yeah, it's great. I like swiping. Yeah, I just like swiping. So fi- Honestly, I fi- really do. <laughs> find me on Grinder. Find me on LinkedIn. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Pinterest. Find me on Twitter. Perfect. Please don't find me on Facebook. That's the one that my mom is on. Yeah, you got to keep it. Gonna... Keep it clean. Yeah. Uh, great. Great. We've got that list. We'll include that in the show notes. Yep. Ramsey, where can people no, find you? Oh, me. Uh, I'm. Nowhere. Uh, oh, cool. At Heather Shea or professionalmass.com. Ramsey. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Sorry, Ramsey. Yeah, no problem. Professional mess? Mess. No, it's not a Catholic Oh, mess.com. Yeah, professionalmess.com. Messed, the band mess. Professional yeah. mess. Like I, you're a professional I, version of the band messed. Yeah. I wait. love the band messed. What? That's your website? Professionalmest.com. Yep. Okay. M-E-S-T. That's cool. Are they? Are you worried about them suing you? Uh, no. You're talking okay. about I'm amateur I'm a professional mess? version of I, them. That's weird because I got professional Mets, the band Mets, oh. M-E-T-Z. Oh, I just saw them recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got professional Mets. They're not going to sue you, though. They're Canadian, right? They can't sue. Canadians can't sue. They can't sue. sue. You, you yeah. can't sue when you're Canadian. It's perfect. You will give it up for healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you sense. You forfeit your right. I think it's a good trade I would trade off. Yeah. Who am I going to sue, really? Yeah, it seems like a lot of work. I'm going to preemptively sue Taylor Swift. 
Oh, you should. I've yeah. seen her starting to sue people who have talked smack about her, and I mm. very famously talk smack about yeah. her. Yeah. I'm going to get ahead of the curve, and I'm going to sue her first. For one dollar. <laughs> For one dollar. Mm. See how she likes it. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Give me that dollar. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll frame the dollar, and I'll sell it. Oh, for that's million perfect. Dollars. Yeah, that that's was a great. art piece. That's better. Sorry, you got you were talking about professional m- math. Uh, yeah, it's my website for Catholics. Professional uh, math, <laughs> just like space taken up. Professional <laughs> math. <laughs> uh, Ramsey, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Ramsey E S S, and I plug everything there. All right, awesome. Professional miss. Yeah, professional <laughs> mistress. Nope, that's Oh, different. no. Um, all right. That domain's already taken. <laughs> Definitely. All right, bye. 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 bye.